Welcome to the Marketing for Startups podcast. If you're trying to figure out marketing for your startup, then you're in the right place. In this podcast, we go high level, looking at the intersection of branding, data, and leadership to offer you a marketing playbook to grow and scale. Join me each week for in-depth interviews, tactical advice, and practical trainings. Hi, I'm your host, Victoria Hajar, veteran marketer and startup enthusiast. I promise to bring my experience and curiosity to each episode Then together, we'll peel back the onion on this ever-changing discipline that is marketing. I'm so happy you're here. Let's dive in. Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of the Marketing for Startups podcast. Today, I'm going to be talking about the top 10 best podcasts for female entrepreneurs. So this is my personal list of podcasts that I have in my earbuds every single week, And while they tend to switch in and out, I've compiled a list that are the tried and trues, the one that maybe I fall out of listening to them for a while, but I always come back and always find uh, new insights and motivation and all that good stuff. So if you're listening to this, chances are you yourself are an entrepreneur, you're a founder, and it should be no surprise when I say that entrepreneurship is the most difficult path a person could choose to take, but also surely one of the more exhilarating ones. But there's so much to consider when building a company and mentorship is an incredible tool to help you grow. The problem that I see in second tier, quote unquote, cities and ecosystems is that oftentimes the Um, opportunity for mentorship is not as easily found as those ecosystems like New York and and San Francisco. So what I have found that has been really helpful for me is to comprise a invisible board of mentors that I can always reach out to through these podcasts. And of course, none of these women know who I am. Um, There are women that I admire deeply, but that's not true. Actually, a handful of them do know who I am. Um, But the really, you know, the real big players, the real big names, of course, um, even if they don't know who you are, you can still consider them a mentor, right? Mentorship is all about who, who you really listen to, who do you really pay attention to, whose opinion do you respect and admire in your world. And so I think we can find mentors anywhere and we shouldn't be limited to our location. I have to tell you though, when I started really getting into podcasts and when I started this podcast, I've been actively seeking out podcasts for female entrepreneurs. And it's the system, the podcasting system, the search function in it is just so um, archaic. I mean, it's really difficult to just punch in the search bar of your podcast listening platform and try to find anything specific. I feel like they're more or less categorized by the name of the podcast and not really by subject. So, you know, the SEO of of podcasts is really difficult if you're trying to sort of seek out something specific. And I found that the best way to find other 
great podcasters is through podcasters. So that's kind of what gave me the spark to actually do this episode because all of these women, more or less, I have found out through just being, you know, listening to podcasts. And whenever someone mentions, you know, if someone's interviewing someone that has a podcast or mentions a podcast that they like, I immediately go and search for the podcast and subscribe and start um, listening and I give it a chance. Uh, And sometimes, you know, sometimes you don't subscribe if it's not for you. And sometimes you become an avid listener. So I'm going to go ahead and share my top 10 that I love and the women who have really changed my life, to be honest. Um, And I really do hope that, you know, even if you've heard of some of these women, there may be some curiosity that you have to revisit them or perhaps you're hearing about these women for the first time which if that is the case i hope you find exactly what you need at this exact moment in your life so the first one i'm going to talk about is the powerhouse the powerhouse who is marie forleo and i'm always so surprised at the amount of founders that i run into who don't know who marie forleo is so marie forleo is i would say the original business coach. She's the OG of coaching and has been around forever. Um, Although she is quite young, she's not old by any stretch of the imagination, but she's just been in the game for a really long time. Um, She's been mentoring women with her signature product, which is called B-School for over a a decade. And what she offers is just this like beautiful sense of humor and um, humility and strength through all of her teachings. So she has a YouTube channel and a podcast. I think she's better known for her YouTube channel, which is called the Marie Forleo uh, show, I believe. Um, but the Marie Forleo podcast is an offshoot of it. And a lot of times the content is the same. But if you prefer to consume via YouTube, I would have you go check out her YouTube. But obviously you love podcasts, so the podcast is equally as good. What is wonderful about Marie? um, So she does a combination of teaching, and the teaching is oftentimes a cross between business coaching and life coaching. She has a lot of stuff about mindset. She does fantastic interviews. She's one of my favorite interviewers. Uh, to listen to. She's very similar in Oprah in the sense that like she does her homework really well. I love listening to the interviews she has where people are promoting their books because she's really diligent in just pointing out excerpts and really getting involved with the text where sometimes you kind of feel that people don't actually read the book when they're interviewing someone, which really, really bothers me. Um, because when you do sort of have the context of reading the book and can have a really juicy discussion around it, I think that the interview is really amazing. So I, you know, if you don't know Marie, get into her world. Um, she has a book called Everything is Figure Outable, which is great. Uh, and I recommend them both, but yeah, if you're going to start somewhere in, in kind of this coaching, you know, a lot of founders that are building, um, physical products and they're maybe not so singularly focused on digital media uh, digital marketing and sort of how to sort of um hack your way to doing it all yourself 
if you're if you're kind of in a physical space, maybe you wouldn't have seen Marie, but I'm sure that if you're trying to learn anything about marketing online, you would run into Marie. Um, so check her out. She's really a great resource. Now, the next one, shifting focus just a little bit, and actually, interestingly enough, the next podcast I'm going to mention, I heard about through Marie Forleo. So the next one is Denise Duffield Thomas. She has a podcast called Chill and Prosper. And Denise was actually an affiliate of Marie's. So I learned about Denise when I I actually went through B-School, which is Marie Forleo's um her like signature product, as I mentioned, and Denise Tuffield Thomas was an affiliate for that program, so I was introduced to her during that launch and ended up joining her program as well. This is probably just going through all the programs that I've been through. <laughs> um, but Denise is a money mindset coach, which sweet, sweet Jesus is just such an important topic. And Denise is really the one that introduced me to money mindset. Before that, I just had, I had read Think Think and Grow Rich, but I think what is so wonderful about Denise is putting it into the context of being a woman, um, being, you know, a, a mother, a wife, and sort of all of the things that creep in really insidious ideas about money and what, what we deserve right and the upper limits pushing the upper limits of what we believe is possible for our lives and her podcast though is really focused more on business now I the business side of her podcast is really focused towards people that are selling like services online people that are um, doing digital launches and digital products and all of those things but the money mindset pieces are just gold. And whenever I listen, and believe me, with if you're on a journey to do money mindset work, it's it's mastering the basics, right? And so anytime she has an episode that's addressing the money mindset side of things, I find that even if it's something that I've heard a million times and stuff that I know to be true, having that reminder is so important, right? It's it's also about hearing things in the right moment in the right way that just kind of strikes a chord in you and things the puzzle pieces start to come together. So I think any human, because I know not just women suffer from money mindset issues, although I feel like mainstream media makes it seem that way sometimes. Um, men and women equally struggle with this. But in a world where, you know, in startup world, and if you're fundraising, I really think that there's a big benefit to paying attention to where kind of these, she calls them money blocks, where your money blocks may be showing up for you that can be stopping you from achieving your goals. And it's just you know, the work to be done is really just a conversation to be opening up to yourself. And Denise has so many like free resources and prompts to kind of help you get through that. So I highly recommend listening to Chill and Prosper. And I love Denise's mindset around entrepreneurship. And her whole hero's cry is that it doesn't need to be difficult, that you need to find, you know, ease in 
in the building and in the pushing and find what feels good. And I just love that because I think that there's too much narrative around the hustle and the burnout and completely just pushing yourself to the edge. And while I think for some men, I think the male perspective that kind of gives them drive and excitement and that kind of competitive thing sort of perks up in them. But if you're anything like me, that just gives, just makes me feel defeated. That idea that if you want to build something and take your own path, you have to push yourself to the limit and leave nothing left for yourself or the ones that you love. And I truly believe that women have a unique role to play in society, in, in our friendships, in our relationships. We have just such a unique position where we just carry a lot more. We do. We carry a lot more in terms of the emotional well-being of the people around us. And I find that in business, it shows up that, at least for me, and perhaps I'm alone in this, but if you're with me, just bear with me for a minute. I find that sometimes the idea of wanting more and pushing and trying to do something on your own and what that narrative is that it takes to get there is just in contras, like so much against what my deepest values are for what brings me the most joy, right? The joy of having that ease, that peace, that connection with the people that you love, not missing the things that are most important in life, not putting earning money and success over everything else. And so when I listen to Denise and I listen to this idea of chill and prosper, it always reminds me of that. Always reminds me of, you know, while life is not supposed to be perfectly in balance, is that you can always be striving to find the chill in the push, right? And in the the, the chill in joining kind of that ambition with joy and peace. So that's the dance I like to play. Um, third one on the list is Rachel Hollis. And actually, funnily enough, I wrote quite a small blurb as I'm looking at my notes about her, but she has been such a pivotal voice for me and for so many women. And I just want to introduce any of you to her that don't know who she is. She's a motivational speaker, um, probably the top motivational speaker, female speaker in the country, or maybe even the world. It's like her and Mel Robbins. Um, Mel Robbins doesn't have a podcast yet, but I know she's launching one soon. But Rachel Hollis is, yeah, motivational speaker, championed for women everywhere, basically. And she's authored several books, including uh, Girl, Wash Your Face, which was what, which was her, like, her like breakout book. And um, her next book after that is Girl, Stop Apologizing, which I love. They're, they're super easy reads, really great, gets you fired up. But she is my go-to voice when I just need a kick in the butt and need to get fired up. Um, she talks about everything about motherhood and business and spirituality. I, I adore her content. I, I think, you know, some, she can be kind of polarizing. I think there's, there's some people that maybe aren't into her perspective, but I, I just, 
maybe polarizing is not the right word, but I know that there's definitely people that got some opinions out there, but because I guess of how big she is, um, and how, uh, you know, she's just, I don't know. She, she, she speaks about everything. She, her, her life is an open book, which some people can have opinions about, but, uh, through her success, she really has focused on giving women the tools and the confidence to follow their dreams. And I just adore her. So the Rachel Hollis podcast, definitely check in to her. See if it's, see if it's your cup of tea. Um, she has, I'm trying to think of some of the really great content she has. I think some of the most useful content she has is around goal setting and being intentional about, you know, how you set goals and how you achieve goals. I think she's probably the best I've ever seen in sort of explaining that, breaking it down and making you feel that you can accomplish anything. So that is Rachel Hollis. The next one is one that I've stopped listening to and got cotton back to on again and off again. And this is Jenna Kutcher. So Jenna Kutcher has a podcast, which is the number one marketing podcast called Gold Digger, Goal, G-O-A-L. And she is a, ugh, like a photographer turned lifestyle entrepreneur. And I sort of had dismissed her, to be honest, as maybe a little bit like too fluffy and too lifestyle centric. But recently I've revisited her and I've found that her content around business growth and marketing and even a nice, a nice episode she did a couple weeks ago on financials was really, really helpful. And also I love listening to Jenna because she's unapologetically kind of like a Midwestern, kind of like regular gal and she's built this unbelievable business. I mean, when I say that if you don't know who she is, um, her level of success is incredible and she's, you know, service-based of course, but there's a lot of value you can get out of listening to her story and her teaching and she's got wonderful interviews. So I would check that out. She's also got a pretty robust Facebook community, although I just don't, I just can't get into Facebook communities. I know everyone, I know everyone is, and 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 that's the thing that remains very valuable at Facebook at the moment, but um, not for me. But you can check out her Facebook community as well. So getting more up into the startup space, I have the next one I think you're going to love. Um, this is the Female Startup Club by uh, with Dune. Rosen, I think is her name, Roizen. And Dune is delightful to listen to, first of all, because I believe she's Australian and she's just got a lovely accent uh, to listen to. But it is hands down my new favorite podcast. And what I love about Dune is that she is, well, she's an entrepreneur herself. Uh, she, and what I can gather, and I really try not to get like too um, digging into the celebrity of people. I just, it's not my thing. Seems like she has gotten a lot of recognition for being 
just a voice for female founders. However, she is a founder herself. She's at the moment building a wine brand, and I wish I knew more about her background, actually. And that's sort of besides the point, because I love, love, love the podcast so much. It really doesn't matter her background, although I know it's quite impressive. She's a great interviewer. She really is. And I can equate the female startup club kind of to how I built this with Guy Raz, the NPR show, which is another fabulous fabulous uh podcast and slash radio show if you don't know it but dune has great guests she interviews female founders but also um i've heard a couple episodes of more of like the intrapreneur so she had a great one recently where she was interviewing one of the ceos female obviously ceo that was in charge of scaling up they they had done like the scale up and they had done the um, the sale, right? And they sold the business. So she'll talk about, she'll talk to women from like different, um, like different walks of life in this world of startups, right? Not just founders. Um, but I just can't get enough. I love it. Uh, she answered, she asked these really great questions. So she has like some repetitive questions she asks like to everyone, but one of the, the, a few that I really love is she'll ask, you know, what specific marketing strategies made your company pop off, right? That's awesome. Or if you received 10K in grants right now, how would you spend your money like to make the biggest impact? And hearing the answers to these questions directly from these really successful founders and these really tactical builders, um, I, I sense, I feel is really helpful because a lot of like, even in the previous um, podcast that I've mentioned, a lot of the interviews are a little bit more after the fact, like a little bit more, I guess like a higher level look at success and how to build things. And, but Dune will get into like, how do you run your company? Like how many people on your team? What specifically do you do to recruit the best talent? Like what, you know, how much exactly are you spending on X, Y, and Z, which I think is really useful for founders to get that sort of, to pull that curtain back. So number six is the strategy hour. Um, this is with Abigail and Emily, and I discovered their company called Boss Project many, many years ago because they had this digital course called Trello for Business, which opened me up for this uh, this world of like information products, right? And what's interesting about that Trello for Business for for these gals and their and their company is that that product like change the course of their business. And there's a couple interesting podcast episodes that shows you, you know, how that information product, how that course like popped off, what it ended up doing for their business. You know, they talk all kind of the back end operational stuff about that, which I think was really cool. But they're really you know, with their podcast, you're really getting, it's almost like you're riding in the car alongside them on their journey. They pull back the curtain, for example, on their business every month and they do like a profit report. Now this is super cool. And again, a lot of their content is geared towards service providers or sort of like freelancer kind of people that are kind of trying to quit the side hustle sort of thing. But if you're going to listen to anything of theirs, it would be this profit report. So they'll go through each month and the profit they brought into their business. They don't talk like actual numbers and there's a whole reason why they don't, which they've explained. But what they do share is 
kind of their profit allocations. So you can see what programs they're running. This is really, really useful for the attract stage, right? So you want to see how are they attracting more people into the business, where their conversions coming from. Um, so they'll break down like, okay, they're affiliates to this or they're partners for this or they ran this campaign or whatever. And they can say, based on our total revenue, here's the percentages from each activity. And this is really useful because A, to me, it's always really surprising. And I don't know why I, I keep getting hit over the head with this exact um, message. But every time I hear profit allocations, it's with founders speaking in the context of how powerful affiliate programs are. So keep that in mind. But they, they have some really strong affiliates. And month after month, they just are killing it with affiliates. So it's something to keep in mind for your own business. Um, number seven is a real favorite of mine, sort of switching gears a little bit from the startup space. But that is the Leela Life Show with the host, Linda Tate Andrew. So Linda is a dear friend, but that is not why I'm recommending the podcast. The As I mentioned, of course, in the beginning, entrepreneurship, doing your own thing, carving your own path, it's synonymous with personal growth. So Linda is a mindset coach, um, life coach, and she has built this incredible company called Lila Life, which is a coaching platform, right? And you can find fully vetted coaches to help in any area of your life and your business. But what I love about the Lila Life podcast, Linda's so touchy-feely, <laughs> ethereal kind of um, strong-willed, just a great personality to have in your ears. But the topics that she conquers is always this wonderful, these wonderful little nuggets that really pull me away from the day-to-day. And it invites me, invites you to kind of dig a little deeper into your emotions, what you're feeling, the why behind anything that's happening in your life. So for example, like one of my favorite recent episodes is maybe a couple weeks ago now was um about shadow work which is like something that I've heard of before but Linda's really great at kind of putting things in like she's not like a far out there kind of hippie chick where she like has a she's like comes from finance right so she's really practical and does a really great idea uh, a way of kind of matching kind of the spiritual ethereal to like the practical um so I definitely would recommend that you check that out. She also has um, a membership site called the Lila Life Collective, and it's like a digital membership. And each uh, each month they do like new trainings and on all different topics and things like that. And again, you can find coaches there, which is a really, really great resource for anyone that's been kind of thinking they want to work with a coach. You can check that out. I've actually linked all of the podcasts, all of everyone's websites, all of these people um in the show notes so you can check that out on the website number eight is another recent favorite that i just adore and this is uh she conquers capital with stephanie diaz now this podcast was suggested to me from a female founder in my network who is in the process of raising capital right and it's kind of a frustrated builder right at the moment and she just couldn't say enough about the podcast so when i started listening. I kind of binged the first two seasons. Um, they're on season, she's on season three now, but I just, I've been so hooked to this podcast. I absolutely adore it. 
So the host is Stephanie Diaz, and she's someone I super admire. And she's done this really cool thing with connecting startup culture um, and venture capital and all this stuff to spirituality. So the first two seasons, she has some amazing interviews with female founders who have raised capital. And the mission that she's on is to sort of erase the stigma from, you know, raising capital and that story that we keep telling ourselves about how difficult, how impossible, how no one wants to invest in women. No one wants to invest in um, consumer products that, that are run by women, blah, blah, blah. Only wants something that's like a, you know, B2B SaaS that's going to scale so quickly. She wants to kind of get a, get away from this conversation and just sort of start focusing the narrative on women that have done it. And she has had some incredible women on the show. And I love when she digs into the question of, okay, so you received the money. So then what did you do with it? That is such an interesting question. She asked that to almost all of the founders in the first two seasons, um, which I think is such a valuable um, thing to hear. But in the the current season, uh, Stephanie is exploring what it means to be a Latina in the startup space and in the capital space. And while I'm not um, Latinx, I certainly have connected with the message and the exploration of community and belonging in the context of the startup culture. And Stephanie also offers um, courses. So she has, she has digital courses on you know how to how to pitch to investors, like getting ready for investors. That's really cool. She also has some content on how to find your voice. Um, and how to kind of like sell your vision, which I think, which actually is the program that I'm going in through right now. So now you've heard of three programs that I'm in. Um, and that program is called Inward. And again, I'll link that in the show notes, but that program has been awesome. It's been really different, very interesting, especially since I'm in this self self growth world. I feel like a lot of what I hear and like the content I consume and the programs I go through is sort of regurgitating a lot of the same idea because again, it's about mastering the basics. What's been really cool about inward is that the the questions and like the, the exercises and have been completely different, like unexpected sort of um, than what I've you know read before. So she conquers capital is a must listen for anyone that is fundraising. Right, And what is the beautiful value in hearing this question of what did you spend the money on after you secure the capital? And this may be feeling a little woo-woo, but if you can be hearing these stories and understanding, okay, I know where the money's going to go. I know where it's going to be the most effective. I've heard these stories of, of that effective allocation of money. It's going to open you up to sort of be able to receive more. Like there won't be any nervousness around okay, I'm going to get this money. I don't want to mess it up, right? Um, it's just so important to have this slip into your subconscious, this in your earbuds. I, I love it. Um, number nine is your first million with Arlen Hamilton. And if you don't know who Arlen is, just stop this podcast right now and go go do a Google search because she is one of the most incredible figures, I think, of like modern... <laughs> the modern world she's so interesting her story from like homelessness to um basically being a tour manager for bands and just kind of like 
coming from this really unstable background to building this powerhouse venture capital firm called Backstage Capital is just so inspiring. And her podcast is called Your First Million. And she explores this idea of, you know, getting to your first million, whether that be like your first million in revenue or first million of social media followers or whatever milestone uh, you you achieve and sort of digging into, you know, how you got there and what it was like when you get got there. And it's really cool. It's a mix of, you know, her advice and part of it is even kind of like a, like a, like a audio diary. You kind of follow along in her life and where she's going. She travels a lot. She meets interesting people, her thoughts on just, you know, social issues and, uh, venture capital and, and all that good stuff. So she also wrote a book called about damn time, which is great. If you are peaked, if your interest is peaked by her story, it's really cool to, uh, take a read to that book. So the last and final episode uh, podcast that I want to share with you is called the hello seven podcast with Rachel Rogers. So if you are unfamiliar with who Rachel Roger is, um, she blew up, I believe over the summer with her book release for the book called We Should All Be Millionaires, which we absolutely should all be millionaires. But I loved the book and I actually, of course, heard about Rachel Rogers through um, the Strategy Hour podcast with Abigail and Emily, who is my number six episode. So this the theme here is we kind of, you kind of hear about wonderful, awesome podcasters through listening to podcasts, right? Um, but what's great about Rachel and her community, which is called Hello7, is it's all about, I mean, she is all about, of course, empowering women, right? Um, but unlocking a mindset shift that will propel women and people of color forward by leaps and bounds. So she offers as a public figure, like a lot of encouragement and inspiration. And what I love about her book and sort of her message is she does a really excellent job of giving historical context as to why women and people of color have been disproportionately left out of the wealth game. She's really great at sort of sharing that why, why things are the way they are, right? Why do we feel the way that we feel? And this is something that I just love digging into in her book. So she's, her story is that she was a formal lawyer. She, she's like, she's a lawyer for many years. She discovered sort of this mindset shift around wealth, around money, around paying for your time, about growing wealth. And it launched her into sort of who she is today. And if you want to dig into that, definitely dig in. But what I think is really interesting about her approach, which is really different than any of the other people that I mentioned, is because she's a lawyer, she is offering the, the that context, which to me has been really, really eye-opening and kind of sort of a relief um, in terms of, as I mentioned before, like money mindset issues, right? Why, why would women have different money mindset issues than men? 
And there's a lot of historical context to that. Why would people of color have different, you know, mindset issues around success and wealth than men or white women, for example? And understanding that context, I think, is really, really interesting and really powerful to forging the path forward. Because when you don't look at that historical context, I think we have this nagging feeling that there's something wrong with us, right? Just like, you know, we have to get over these mindset issues because the way that we're thinking is not how we should be thinking or not the optimal way of thinking. And understanding the history is so powerful in kind of unlocking the re- that reason. It's not just you know, a lot of the money mindset sort of success coaches will tell you that it's all about your your childhood and your and your parents and what you learned when you were very young. But going one step uh, back from that is sort of looking at the pattern of behavior. Yes, we learn from our parents, but it's not because our parents, you know, weren't arbitrarily turned out the way that they turned out. I mean, there is a historical context in which they grew up which established their thoughts and behaviors that again they passed on to you so love the work that rachel does and how she makes us all think on a different level um but she doesn't sort of just stop there right because there's a there's a an element of sort of being able to kind of complain about how crummy things were in the past and how you know, X, Y, and Z were all repressed, right? But she doesn't stop there, right? She offers insights on how to move forward, actual roadmaps and uh, steps to sort of take control of your destiny and to really achieve the things that you want to achieve. But having that realistic lens put on to all of it, right? So I love listening to her when I want to feel fired up. I need to clear my money blocks. I need to clear sort of my limiting beliefs and... She's a smart and savvy businesswoman, and on her podcast, she also does some really great interviews as well. So there you have it. That's all 10 of the podcasts I adore listening to, ones that are representing female entrepreneurs that are just killing it, and I hope that you dig into some of these this week and discover or rediscover some content, some messaging that you desperately need to hear to move forward in your life. So did I miss a podcast that you think should have made the cut? If so, please leave a comment in the show notes or you can DM me in LinkedIn. That's where I like to spend my time. And I love, love hearing about new podcasts. It is the way that I consume my content. So please pass along your suggestions. I would love to hear from you. Until next week, keep the grind, keep going, keep finding joy and ease and peace in every day, and keep pushing towards your goals. See you back here next week. That's it for this week. Thank you for listening to the Marketing for Startups podcast and for sticking around till the end. It would mean so much to me if you could like and subscribe to this podcast. It's a great way of telling the world that this podcast has content worth listening to. And remember, you could always reach me at LinkedIn at Victoria Hajar or at UglyVentures.com. Thanks for listening. Until next week.